All right, guys. Welcome to episode 43 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. Uh, this is the first podcast in a while that I was sure about the number of because I, I just went up there and checked. Uh, <laughs> I love guys? that you're only sure because you double-checked on the computer. Yeah, what are you going to do? How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. I'm all right. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah? What, yeah. Are you, what are you happy about? That I'm not six feet in in the dirt? I don't know. I mean, you got you got just in a good mood. Part. Okay, I have good. noticed you've been unusually giddy today. He's yeah. always f***ing like that. Not always. The only time he's not like that is when he knocks over the recorder. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't completely ruin something, I'm usually in a pretty good mood. Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? So, um, yeah, we just got a, what is it, a Sunday evening here. We're recording the podcast. We just got done filming a um, um, another video. I'm like, what, what? 30 seconds of footage. It took us about five hours or so, you know, give or was, take. That makes uh, it sound like it's going to be a really ridiculously awesome 30 seconds, but <laughs> don't get excited, folks. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd say it's between no, 30 no, seconds it's and a gonna minute. Be, it's uh, it's going to be 80s high five. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, but yeah, um, the weather is freaking gorgeous. It's not freezing in the shop or in the in the studio here. So. I might take my shirt off even. It's not bad. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> gee whiz. Miles mm-hmm. Shirts will or be, skins. Miles will be <laughs> commenting feverishly. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I forgot about Miles. I'm not taking my shirt off. <laughs> uh, before I forget, this episode is sponsored by Ballistic Imagery. Check them out at ballisticimagery.com as well as on social media, Facebook and uh, Instagram. Box, I believe you have a uh, coupon code that yeah. goes on the website. Yeah. LSLF2020 gets you a 10% off at checkout. 2020. Right. I can't say the first L S L F. That takes me a long time to figure out how to say. It's pretty <laughs> to sad. To figure out how to say. <laughs> Not just to say it, but to figure out how to say it. <laughs> uh, it's also sponsored by Shyworks. I was uh Cerakote certified uh, uh, applicator. Check us out at shyworks.com as well as on uh, our social media. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, uh, how do I, I don't know what to do. With I, don't, my hands. I don't know. No, I don't know what to <laughs> Let's do. Let's drink with my some hands. whiskey. Ooh, that does sound good. Did, did we we got a whiskey of the week this week? Yeah, we? I grabbed a grabbed a little one there. Well, well. whiskey of the week. I actually I kind of remembered um, the phone this time, so we, we kind of didn't have, remember to charge it. But kind of sound effects, but. Uh, what do we got here, Johnson? It is a black velvet salted or toasted caramel, not salted caramel, but toasted caramel. Um, I've heard a few people tell me that it's very good. You um, haven't had it yet. I have not had it. I cracked the bottle open and smelled it. I, I, I guess that's a lie. Last night I just like barely took the tiniest taste of it, but I was like, ah, I don't want to get too excited <laughs> and take a drink of it and not have my real first opinion on the on the podcast yeah. but this is um this is a canadian whiskey that's mm-hmm. where obviously bv is from it's funny though i see um it's a toasted caramel flavored whiskey and they spell whiskey without the e between the k and because it's, it's not in america right and um because apparently we're, there's we're funny here we spell a, things different there's not a lot <laughs> of people that are aware of this because i had the uh the Black Velvet, um, no, the Crown Royal AR was going around again. That's what it was. Yeah. Every now and then it makes rounds. And somebody, oh. 
I seen somebody share, somebody shared it and it was all bashing on it. Well, it's totally ruined. These dumbasses misspelled whiskey. Go so, read a crown bottle, you right? dumb shit. So I just commented under Shyworks on under Shyworks with it, and then I says, uh, "Go look at a bottle. That's how it's spelled." And that's all I said. He, oh, oh, my bad. I'm like, dude. I mean, if you're gonna bash on somebody, yeah, at least uh, double check first. <laughs> at least he didn't double down on it though, like most people do these days, right? Yeah. No, you're an well, idiot. Well, they're stupid. They spelled it wrong too. They must have. They must have misprinted on that bottle you have. Yeah. Right. I had actually. It's funny. Jesus Christ! It's funny He's how a real drunk. <laughs> it's funny how many alcohol. people I heard uh, that actually said that um, that I misspelled it on there. I bet there was five, six people that that called me out for misspelling it on there. <laughs> Freaking idiots! Well, in their defense, you do misspell a lot of things. <laughs> you are kind of dumb. Not on guns. <laughs> If, at my, least uh, like yeah like if i'm a, gonna put it on there permanently like if i'm gonna tattoo myself or tattoo a gun you know essentially uh, yeah I make sure that it's correct yeah if it's a customer gun i'm at least gonna do my homework and double check things instead of just willy-nilly eh, like that looks right 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 yeah i don't know I, that, of course uh, there's a lot of tattoos that get misspelled too yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> no regrets no regrets really not even one letter <laughs> <laughs> oh god so um truth be told i've had this before but um just uh taking it all in again that's what she said it's uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that was so funny <laughs> god damn it uh, you know i get one right every now and then <laughs> usually you guys just stare at me like <laughs> right you're, you're idiot. an idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, uh, it's got a slight rubbing alcohol. You say that about everything. Everything's got a rubbing alcohol or a nail polish remover to mm-hmm. smell to it. It's smooth. It is smooth. It's violently burned my nose. No, but... it's smooth. Just take it in. Just take just just a little <laughs> Jesus bit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> just a tip. Just it's a tip. Get bad. <laughs> <laughs> just take it in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like me trying to do the uh, the video earlier. Oh 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 God oh, oh God. Oh. Sam, stop it. <laughs> yeah, we had to tell him to be less orgasmic. I mean, you know, I mean, that is pretty good. It's not bad. It's tasty. I would. I wouldn't say it's quite as good as that uh, peanut butter that we did. Right, the Revel Stoke. The Revel Stoke peanut butter was real good. Um, but this is this is up there. I don't know. I think this might be on par with the peanut butter. You think? Yeah. I don't know. If it's, I, th- I think it's the peanut butter is real close. The peanut butter is a little bit more sweet to me. Mm-hmm. I'm dig. I'm. I bought another bottle of peanut butter the other day. That's what I've been drinking lately. Um, to, I don't know. Hold on. Let me. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just as smooth as the Revel Stoke peanut butter was, and I think the flavor is to me. I think Box is right. It's just that little bit less like gut rot sweet. I think there's just. I'm not gonna disagree with you. I guess I'm not gonna. Well, that was the only thing I didn't like about the Revel Stoke peanut butter. What is it was just a little too sweet to where I felt like if I drank a glass of that, it'd be like I, my stomach was going to hurt because there was so much sugar in it. And I think this just takes that edge off just a little bit on the sugar. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really get that out of the Rebel Stoke myself. I enjoy mm-hmm. it, but I could see where you guys are saying this is not very sugary, but yeah, it's still it's, got that really. Yeah, it's got a sweet taste to it, but it's not super overpowering. So next week. We got to have the hardest, badass, de- delicious whiskey on because the last 
four that we've had have been fucking Susan ass. And that's what I was pussy thinking. We really, flavored. we really need yeah, to make pussy We need to make a run for the not, for not, number one again. That's not true. He brought that garbage ass fucking habanero mango habanero shit. Mm, yeah. You see Duff tried that the other day? Yeah, he snapped And he me. thought it was good. I'm like, you sick bastard. <laughs> he <laughs> You're would. a sick individual. <laughs> <laughs> he he probably hates it, but he, he's doing the tell Duff. He's the, doing the Duff thing, and he's like, what, why don't you like it? I think it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. I don't and know. And he does it just because people think it's fucking weird. Uh, Duff likes a lot of weird shit, so I wouldn't surprise He says me. he likes a lot of weird shit. Well, he's pretty weird, so I, know. I, I do know he likes Valid a lot. Valid point. He is but weird. overall, I'm going to say this is... On par with, um, um, I think I think one of our top three flavored whiskeys. Well, yeah, I mean pecan. Yeah, we don't have that many pecan and pecan and um, peanut butter, peanut butter, Revel Stoke. They were both right Dude, up there. Is yeah. one and, is one and two. I feel like yeah, this would probably be three. And then we got um, what about I, Screwball? I, we forgot ooh, about Screwball. Screwball. We'll have to compare the Revel Stoke peanut butter and the Screwball. How about we do a, let's do a Saturday night episode here, one of these days again. Oh boy, that sounds violent. In the new studio, <laughs> and we'll we'll try. I'll just pass out here because we're so hammered from drinking all these whiskeys. Right. You don't want a chance at going down the stairs? <laughs> no. <laughs> we can, we can get really. a sled up here and just. <laughs> I just need a mattress to ride down the stairs. I'll be good. Yeah, we probably got one in the other room. Bean bag yeah, chair. A lot of shit back I'm here. good with that. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rate this four point. Oh, what's the three? rating out of this time? One out of five. <laughs> I'm gonna say four point two out of five. I think. Yeah. I, th- I, 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 this shit's pretty good. A Revel Stoke, I'll say, for, is four point three. So they're right on par. But that's just my personal. Yeah, opinion. I would, I would, uh, I'm partial to that Revel Stoke pecan. So I'd put this just below that. But this is good. Right. This I, is pretty I, good. I think it's, I think it's above the Revel Stoke peanut butter. Personally, box you're putting it above, above the Rebel Stoke. Yeah, the peanut butter. Yeah, I think so. Not by much. I don't. Yeah, it's definitely not much. Like it's it's pretty head to head deal between those two. Tell you what, you mix this stuff with Dr Pepper or something. I did that years ago. It's damn good. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, there was a specific thing that it tastes almost exactly like, and it was. It was it was pretty delicious. Whatever happened to rum chata? That oh, used to be like huge, dude, and yeah, I never so, see it anywhere. So not that I search out for it. Right. <laughs> I remember you and I trying a bowl yeah, of cereal in, with in rum chata. Oh god. Oh, that was, that was both of you? I knew he did. I didn't know you terrible. did. Terrible. Yeah, we tried uh how was that not good? It, it so gets rid of all the delicious flavors and leaves nothing but alcohol. Alcohol flavor, yeah. So yeah, we tried rum chata as milk in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Amazing. Yeah, it was like a match made in heaven. We're gonna get drunk eating cereal for breakfast. <laughs> Absolutely not. Took our we each took like our first bite out of that bowl. <laughs> it was like, I think oh we my god, threw it in the yard. <laughs> yeah, we I, did because it was it was legitimately like the the rum chata canceled. Not only itself, but all of the cinnamon toast crunch, yeah. and it was like you were eating a bowl of crunchy ethanol, <laughs> and it was so bad. I think what you guys oh. probably did wrong is you should have mixed the rum chata like fifty fifty with, with milk, milk, maybe. And it probably I feel like it would have curred in the milk. Yeah, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like you're eating a cement mixer, and right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yummy. But, but um, yesterday when I grabbed this uh, 
BV, we were at we were at Walmart quick, and I was like, I was like, let's run back and grab some booze and stuff. And we were looking at like Bailey's and stuff to put in coffee, and they had a rum chata. It was like a similar type deal, like a toasted caramel or salted caramel type thing. They've even ventured out, you know, they've branched off of their regular rum chata into like different flavored rum chatas. Like, like kind of, what else? you know, they're like, based, well, what else they're you based on the same. Like Fruit Loops rum chata? <laughs> That'd be right? That'd be good. We'd have to revisit <laughs> <laughs> our cereal rum chata mixture. No, they had, they, I don't remember what all they had. I think there was two different ones. Maybe I don't really remember, but I know there was like a toasted caramel or like a salted caramel type yeah, rum, rum chata, and it was like, yeah, I could see that, you know, fitting in with rum chata. But I don't think you what could is, get too crazy with rum chata. What's rum chata classified as? A liqueur, a liqueur? probably. Yeah, because uh, well, rum chata is like horchata, and the f- is horchata. Horchata is uh, like uh, cinnamon rice milk, horchata. and that's like a. So, like at Mexican restaurants, you get horchata, which is like a cinnamon rice milk, and that's kind of rum chata. It's like rum mixed with this rice milk, the cinnamon rice milk. So that's kind of the speaking. Of, it's a cream liqueur manufactured in Wisconsin. Recipe recipe inc- includes rum, dairy cream, cinnamon, vanilla, sugar, and other flavorings. Yeah, it used to be a lot bigger at the bars. There was always people getting shots of it. But speaking of, uh, that is such a pussy ass shot. That's yeah, like, right. That that's ba- fucking that's sad. That's bad. That's but it's like, delicious, dude. Dude, that's like a shot. Good. That is like getting a shot of Bailey's. Yeah. yeah, like I don't want to put man. I don't want to put Bailey's in a mixed drink, or I don't want to put Bailey's in my cup. Let me just get a shot of Bailey's. Yeah, at least do a bomb <laughs> like, or something. Yeah, that's like that's for get a shot of milk with some with a little bit of booze. In yeah, that's it. <laughs> for it's like good though, dude. Tiny little eighty-five pound girls that just turned twenty-one. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I feel attacked. That's like tequila rose, man. Sam got her own <laughs> shot of shot just the other night. No, no. <laughs> That's like tequila rose, though. It's the same yeah. shit. How am I get a shot of tequila rose? That um, that's fucking twelve proof cream liqueur. You know what's that, Johnson? What's that Mexican place up in Lamar's by Bombgars? Uh, La Fiesta Chara. Right. Uh, me that and the place old, is bomb. Me and the old lady got some food to go there and got margaritas to go because in Iowa now you can get yeah. margaritas to go permanently. They made a law yep. you or mixed alcohol drinks, alcohol to go. To go. Yeah. So they I, give you the whole fucking picture. They get like go to Walmart, get a plastic pitcher and shit. They send you a whole fucking picture of this shit. No, home. well, the ones we, we just ordered two drinks. Oh, we didn't order it. We, what but, an idiot. No, no, no. We and they were still put them in like these massive ass yeah. fucking things. So we took them home. She got like a strawberry margarita. I just got a normal one. And we watched one and a half movies like probably two two and a half hours worth of shit and i was just finishing it <laughs> when the freaking movie got over and i was i was half popped oh, like yeah. that's there was a there's a lot of shit in that i don't know how much they cost i think they were kind of spendy they're like it's so if you get like a picture it's like 20 bucks i think it was like 18 or 20 bucks for a picture of margarita but it's like they send you home with a, an actual picture, like a whole fucking picture. We're of gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do that next. I time. was like, holy shit! There's a, another place like in downtown Lamar's that's called Blue Tequila, and they make these mm-hmm. they make mm-hmm. these rainbow margaritas, and it's like all these different colors layered into a margarita. Like 
they're badass. They look super cool and they're like super delicious. Like, and I'm not a, I'm not a margarita guy. Like I've tried a few different margaritas. And I'm like, uh, they don't, they don't really do it for me. I don't know why. But that rainbow margarita on the rocks or blended. Either way, it don't. Really I love matter. the blended ones. I think it's mostly the girly ones. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> dude. Gay, remember we used to have gay drink Sundays. Fuck that yeah, show was a bomb, dude. I think I think mostly it's because I can tell that they use cheap ass tequila. Because I like tequila so much. Yeah, see. So, like, I'm used to drinking good tequila, and then, like, I'll have a margarita, and it's like, that's fucking Juarez. I ain't drinking that, you know? Like, we were actually debating getting that blue, that blue, what's it called? Blue tequila. The place in Lamar's blue tequila. Blue tequila, yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, next time we do that, we'll just. Get it and stop at your place and yeah. a bunch Shit, of shit. Yeah, I, we we were we were debating getting that. So maybe yep. we should bring gay drink Sunday packs. Sam. We could. What about it's, like Sunday? No, I know it's Sunday right now. What about like every third or fourth episode? Here you or boys something? go. <laughs> <laughs> every third episode is gay drink Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that would. Be I fun. don't think that's politically correct anymore. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, we don't give a. F- <laughs> Uh, I, I don't hate that idea, that's though. That's a mango. Does anybody want a lime? <laughs> Ooh, black cherry. That's delicious. <laughs> this is Johnson's new uh, new alter ego. Yeah. Gay drink Johnson. No, this is the true Johnson. Yeah, this is <laughs> the guy. Yeah, every, time, every time he shows up, he no longer brings like PBR or hams or bud or anything. It's always seltzer. Yeah, Dude, this is the guy that wore overalls or coveralls <laughs> podcast a few episodes ago yeah like one of the last episodes in the I'll last fucking, video uh, dude i swear to god i will wear overalls and drink bud light seltzers in the same episode i don't care you know what my, though so here's my thing i legitimately started drinking seltzers because i don't like being fat <laughs> and i want to <laughs> okay i don't want to be this fat and so like beer i i would i drink a lot of beer like honest to god i will say that on an average night, I'll probably have like three beers, right? Sure. Three okay. to four beers on an average night. Well, that's a lot of carbohydrates. And turns out, I found out that carbohydrates are what give you a beer belly. Mm-hmm. So if I can put a few of these babies down and guess how many carbohydrates are in these? Zero. Yeah, Johnson. So, but if you drink like 14 of them. I don't doesn't... though. <laughs> I don't though. How many carbs were in that? magazine full of skittles that <laughs> i don't know but man i haven't had skittles in probably like six or seven years and I, I did want to find out so truth be told i wanted to find out how many bags of skittles would fit in an ar mag turns out it's about two and a half but boy i about With ripped the down, i about ripped down all two and a half bags <laughs> Skittles out of that magazine. So they here, were delicious. Here, Johnson, here's what we got to do next time: is we got to use a stick and shove the follower. All Hold the, the way follower down, down fill, and it then up, fill it up, and, and see how go. many. So and there was really no real reason beto- behind you wanting to fill a magazine with Skittles, other than me curiosity. To find out. <laughs> no, no, I just it literally just popped into my brain when we were sitting there in the yeah. shop. Like, how many Skittles wow. fit in a mag? And you guys, the funny thing is, you guys didn't even question it. Like, why are you thinking of that? You're like, hmm, I guess I, I no. I thought, I why did you go get some the Skittles? Funny, the funniest thing was, yeah, it was like, he was like, all right, I'm going to go get beer. I was like, get fucking Skittles too. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to figure this out. Maybe you guys are just getting used to my Maybe. I thought maybe you might have an idea for a video or something. No, it, just, it no. reminds me of Seinfeld. It was like, aren't, don't you feel privileged to have access to my dementia? Right. 
Right? Who? Which character said that? Costanza. Uh, George. Yeah, he, that guy's. I would. He's. I'd say he's pretty certifiable. Yeah. Um. Speaking of privilege, um, I think there's a lot of crackheads in the United States right now. They're going to be pretty jealous of the privilege um, going on in. Uh, Look at the sediment. The or the, or, the Oregon crackheads right now. So, um, obviously, unless you're born under, unless you're living under a rock. You know that there was the election last week, blah, blah, blah. And Oregon put a, a vote uh, to the people um, whether they gonna they were going to legalize hard drugs or not. Um, and it passed by a wide margin. So they legalized, they legalized heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines um, mm-hmm. as, far as, as far as it's no longer. Ketamine. A, uh, it's no like longer. All kinds of weird shit. It's no longer a felony possession. It's just like mm-hmm. it's it's like a traffic ticket. Yeah. Um. You still can't. simple misdemeanor. Right. So hundred hundred dollar ticket. Blah blah blah. Whatever. That they're never gonna pay because they're homeless and don't have a hundred dollars. Right. Generally. <laughs> hey, not all crackheads are homeless. Yeah. Don't generalize. Didn't we have a conversation True. about that? The, the ones who live in crack houses. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. What episode was that? In? I remember we had a whole conversation about that. I don't remember that. Um. But so it's still illegal to manufacture and sell them. It's just not as illegal to possess them. So fucking dumb. But well, I don't know, Johnson. I'm kind of torn on the subject. I'm kind of torn. I mean, I obviously my whole upbringing. My legalize whole, it so they can just do as much as they want and half of them tip over well, and then problem solved. My, my, whole, my whole upbringing, you know, and everything is as a, generally conservatives are anti-drug. Drugs are bad. Drugs yeah. are bad, okay? And we learn all about them in, in school and they tell you how to do drugs and all how... They told to, you how to do drugs? Oh, yeah. Wait a they didn't tell me how to do me drugs. Me either. Wait really? They, no. Son of a bitch. Did you guys not take dare? They basically tell you like what drugs yeah, do what. Yeah, in the fourth grade. Well, they tell you all sorts of shit. Tell you how to shoot up. Where to, where to buy them, you know, all this sort of shit. But then they just tell you to, to don't do them. As I've, as a rule, conservatives are anti-drug. Mm-hmm. But the more, the older I get, the more, the more freedom oriented, you know, towards just, you know, I don't agree with that. I don't think you should do drugs. I think they're a waste of time and you're an idiot for doing meth. Yep. But that's your fucking business, I guess, maybe, kind of. So, and there's been a I lot can see of both ways on that. There's been a okay. lot of uh, countries that have well, not a lot, but several that have just like says, "All right, fuck it, do the drugs you want," and their drug use has the, gone down. Yeah, the problem, the problem with legalizing all that stuff is public safety, obviously, because if you have people, if it's legal to do these drugs, just like I mean, look at the number of uh, drunk driving tickets you have like in the state of iowa say right and it's we all know that meth is a problem in iowa how many how many duis for meth do you get not very many you legalize meth how many duis are you going to get you know i think i think that the major concern for me personally is not like i'm trying to save these people i'm not saying you should outlaw meth and heroin and all this shit for the sake of the people who are taking the drugs, I don't give a fuck. They can do whatever they want. They can overdose and die in a ditch. I don't really, it doesn't matter one bit to me. Okay. Like, that's your personal choice. You can do the exact same thing with alcohol. You can drink way too much booze, go tip over in a ditch. That's your prerogative, right? And that's already legal. 
but it's the public safety thing as far as those people being under the influence and having effect an effect on society having you know well getting into a fight with somebody outside of a bar or driving a vehicle and running over people or whatever but that's essentially how we how we in essence regulate alcohol mm-hmm. is if you get too drunk and you do something fucking stupid then you get in trouble for that you know shouldn't it be the mm-hmm. same uh, it's going to be the same way with the hard drugs you do something stupid on drugs you know you're thrown in the slammer and you're i'm going to i'm going to play devil's advocate here box this is a game box has has been wanting to play mm-hmm. devil's advocate how is it that we can say that gun laws don't fucking work and that if you make guns illegal, we're just going to get them anyways. Mm-hmm. And then we turn around as conservatives and we turn around and say that we should have all these drug laws. Like how well, is that? Yeah. I mean, isn't that, yeah. isn't that like, hypocritical? It is hypocritical. I understand that. Like I, I would absolutely agree with the fact that, Hey, people are, uh, people are supposed to have this freedom of choice and free to do what they can or, or what they want to do. You know, just like owning firearms or drinking alcohol or smoking marijuana or doing what, you know, shooting heroin, anything they want to do, they have the right to choose that. And that's, that's not, that doesn't, that doesn't, the laws don't mean that you can't do that. Right. The law is not stopping you from doing that. Just like gun laws. I can have an illegal SBR. I can have an illegal machine gun. It's just illegal. It's just whether what side of the law you choose to be on. Mm, yeah, but I'm not sure what you're, where you're. Well, I'm saying you're playing devil's advocate, and we think that all these gun laws are wrong, right? Right. And I would agree with that. And you can think that the drug laws are wrong too, but if you think that they're so wrong, that's just like. That's, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to foreshadow into the rest of the episode, but that, that super plays into what we want to talk about later Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that's, that's a very relevant thing. And that, in that time period, right? So that's, you want to figure out which side of the law do you want to be on? Do you feel as if that's so much intrusion into your freedoms that you are going to disobey the law or... Do you the problem the problem with the drug thing to me is that their addiction is driving them, not their actual conscious mind making that choice. Yeah. You know, I can as a conscious human being say, Hey, having having a machine gun is illegal for me. I don't have the right licensing. I shouldn't do that. As a crack addict, are you gonna go, you know what? I haven't had crack in three days and I'm really fiending, but it's illegal. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, I see your point. There is there is a slight difference. Um, there, it's it's comparing apples to oranges is what I'm saying. But yes, at the, same, no. at the same time, yeah, I yeah. Box always has an interesting take on this sort of thing. As far as usually, he, he usually, usually it's ha- different a, than mine. Yeah, differs from What's the your, two of us. No, Sam's say? getting closer and closer to my views as he gets older. He's he's getting wiser. <laughs> what the f- Wiser and and smarter. You evolved quicker than I did. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, I tend to lean more towards the libertarian side of things. And I've thought that the war against drugs has been stupid for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. The war, but honestly, like the war against drugs and the 
militarization against you know all these drug cartels and spending all this money trying to figure all that shit out that's just been a waste of money the whole time because you're not going to stop people from like that's it, it does tie into like gun culture very well because you're not going to stop people from getting drugs illegally just like you're not going to stop people like if you want to remove all guns you're not going to stop people from getting yeah, but guns the, illegally. the difference the difference with drugs as opposed to guns is i mean if you're if you're caught with uh an ounce of cocaine is i, I mean is that a lot i don't i don't know <laughs> it sounds like a lot i don't know <laughs> no that's okay. a very minuscule amount how much is an ounce like as opposed to like a, an ounce shot glass is it, i mean that seems like a load of well cocaine, a fluid right? ounce and a solid ounce are completely different but well any, either either way if you're caught with a small amount, if you're caught with those, we, we we need to have an episode where we just do all these drugs so we know what the fuck we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> let's go to you know, I've done let's go to Oregon, of, man. I've done an ounce of cocaine and I almost died, so that is a lot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we could at least have the experience to say such things. <laughs> so, um, but the fact is, if you're caught with a small amount of drugs, mm-hmm. usually, I mean, you're you go to jail for the night. Uh, you got to post bail, blah, 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 you know, and it's, it's, it's an inconvenience. Yes. And it's on your record for yeah, your $500 bail. Just, right. But yep. if you are caught with a, uh, short barreled suppressed machine gun, you're going to jail for 10 fucking years. Yeah. There's a big difference between there's well, and, and that can vary too, you know, because yes, you can, it, you can have a, you can get caught with an SBR at a little gun range right and you might get pulled in by the local authorities and they're like uh, well you You're know gonna fuck you. it's yeah i mean it's probable but you could you could get cut off just as easy or like let off just as easy as with drug charges yeah, maybe i uh... I don't know. I guess I've there's never. A lot, there's, there's a lot. There's of, a lot of. There's a lot of discretion to be had with officers and how they want to pursue. I guess you cases. just don't hear about that shit very much. I right. mean, you hear about you hear about heads in Chicago that gun somebody down to get out on you know mm-hmm. three, four, five times on bail and and their charges charges dropped and shit. But you never hear about some guy uh, with an that's SBR. A, or a, a, that's because most law-abiding citizens who are gun owners. Don't have illegal SBR, uh, illegal SBR suppressed machine guns. Yeah, and the other thing is, like Johnson, and you made this, you made this point earlier. Like, and this, this is a point that even that I, I remember like twelve years ago, 10, 12 years ago, when I had just moved down to Kansas City, um, and my lived in the hood. Well, my fr- <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't as as Box pointed out, my my. Views have evolved a lot since then. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the Patriot Act had passed. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, it's the opposite of the Patriot Act. It allows the government to fucking spy on us. And I and I remember having our, a, a conversation with my cousins that says, why do yeah, I care? But, yeah, but we can, we can look at public records now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I remember having a conversation saying, why, does, why do I care if the government listens to me? Well, yeah, I fucking care now. Yeah. Um, so my my views have evolved a lot since then, but I remember saying something back then about drugs that I still think the same way about. I mean, the difference in guns and, and heroin is if you're in a bar um, and say you're hopped up on meth or heroin, you, I mean, you might just all snap, freak out, and kill somebody with a pool cue, you know? 
that's mm-hmm. the, whereas if if you want to have a suppressed full auto SBR in your home, that's not going to cause you to just go off the rails and affect somebody else, you know, and, mm-hmm. and do something to screw them up. So, truthfully, uh, neither are drugs. That's not for sure going to cause you to go off the rails. I'm not saying for sure. I'm not saying it's for sure, but there's a damn good chance if you're uh, high on meth, you're going to do something to somebody else. Yeah. But that's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I understand like the libertarian thought of, hey, it's my free will. It's my free choice to do whatever the hell I want. I totally get that. And I'm all about that. And it's, it, uh, the only flip side of that for me is being able to see, like understand the public safety portion of it. And that that I can see the difference between hard drugs and guns because I can see that people who are gun owners can make a conscious decision with a clear state of mind. Whereas people on drugs don't have a clear state of mind. To make right. that conscious decision, and also that's the only that's to me that's the only difference I see. Can is we, that, you know, what about what about if we divided drugs into like medicinal, like obviously? Um, I think I don't I think, think I don't think you can add. I don't think you can keep marijuana in the same group. No, that's what I was just going to say. Shit. I think that's marijuana. Bullshit. I mean, I think marijuana, and I know I know people close mm-hmm. to me that use marijuana as a, as a medicinal substance and that's the only fucking thing that's helped them after they search for mm-hmm. years and years for things yeah cancer patients and uh, anxiety all oh, sorts tons of, of stuff. so how yeah. the fuck, how, how can you say that um i mean you can't say that marijuana and like what what sort of medicinal uses are there for heroin I don't know. Or cocaine, I, like you know? cocaine used to be used a lot in medicine, <laughs> like a yeah, because it makes you feel great. Sure, yeah. but yeah, like nowadays scientific community, nobody's saying that fucking marrow or cocaine is medicinal. Right. I. So I what know. about if we like? <laughs> hey, at what point do you look say? At the, look at the look at all the memes. Like, hey. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? Officer, it's medicinal. Well, first off, that's a belt-fed <laughs> machine gun. Like, <laughs> Speaking yeah, of, but it helps ease my anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> you know you just got to put one of those uh, vests on it like that you put on your dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> service machine gun. <laughs> service machine, yeah. It's an anxiety service machine oh, gun. Man. That's awesome. Oh, man. So I, I don't know. This is a try getting that on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a conversation that I've been wanting to have a long time with you guys about like where we actually stand on like freedom as opposed to like hard drugs and everything. Mm-hmm. So and 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 truthfully truthfully told the last 4 years I even 4 or 5 years I've evolved a lot on no, I can, the way that I view things. Yeah, I can. I can definitely understand your viewpoint of hey, you've got, you're an American, you're a free citizen, you can do and, what and you if want. If you want to rot your teeth out with methamphetamines, you know, I, I suppose ahead. whatever, have at it. But if you yeah. if you fuck with somebody else while you're high on that shit, mm-hmm. you, know, you got some that's, shit coming to you. That's the that's the only hard part is as you know, like if it was. 1853 and as sparsely populated as America was and mm. people were getting high on meth and not affecting anybody and just fucking up their own lives. That'd be one thing, you know, but when 
people get high on meth and drive down a fucking interstate at 93 miles an hour, shit starts to get a little sketchy. How you many know? meth heads out there, though, are not doing that shit just because it's illegal? Right. No, I, I, no I totally understand that. I get that. Uh, yeah. When we're, when we're hard the drugs. Only, the, only, the only thing is they put those policies in place to try and protect public safety and i mean mm. let's be realistic we all know mm. that regu- you can't regulate public safety because people who are going to do shit wrong that endanger public safety are going to do it whether it's legal or not does anybody know when hard drugs were actually made illegal in the u.s do you i guys, don't do you guys know i don't by know any chance like was there was there an actual law that says were they le- were they legal up to a certain time and then all of a sudden they pass laws that 70s or I, 80s Cocaine, I would imagine because cocaine this, was legal. I mean, they used it in medicine for... The CIA used, like, acid, and I'm pretty sure heroin, for a lot of shit. Yeah, but I don't think they care if it's legal or not either. No, the no, CIA. no, no I don't, but here. they do what the f*** they want. But, I'm saying back in the 60s yeah. or 70s or whenever heroin and acid came about. Yeah, and I, I don't know because, like, like I said, you know, cocaine was used so heavily in medicine and stuff. That cocaine's a hell of a drug. I don't know. I don't know when that kind of stuff flipped up. You know, like because I know Reagan was big on the war on drugs, right? His, so well, was, his actually it was his wife that well, championed yeah. a lot of that shit. Yeah, but that's kind of when the real push for you know getting rid of that stuff and really cracking down on that stuff happened. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't. I guess I don't know when the kind of legislation against all those hard drugs really started. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Um, I think that's a... So you're uh, you're very let everybody do what they want. Hard no, drugs shouldn't be illegal. I don't know, man. You know, and the thing that stops me from it is if you look at, like, Oregon okayed marijuana years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Colorado Boy, did. what a shithole that place became. And that's, that's exactly <laughs> my problem. Like, that's exactly Both my states. problem. When those states legalize that shit, it mm-hmm. fuckheads just swap just just yeah Yeah. just flock to it and it turns it into liberal paradise i mean colorado case in point they just passed a freaking 15 round mag uh capacity it was i mean a couple years ago but it was you know a couple they passed uh the the weed legalization a couple years before that and then all of a sudden they're they're diving into which has historically been a pretty free state Mm-hmm. You know, and now they're, and that's, if well, you, you gotta look, look at, at you gotta look at the people who, you know, influxed into the, you know, moved into that state. Yeah. There's a lot of people who, who, hey, I don't like all the taxes that are being pushed on me in California, but weed's legal in Colorado. So now. let's go so up let here and move, vote for Yeah, the same let me shit. move to Colorado. I know, and, and that's exactly, that's, in. that, and that is the reason why I am not in support of, like, say, Iowa legalizing this shit, because I don't want freaking Iowa to go the way that Oregon or Colorado Yeah, I think, I, I don't, I don't see a problem if they were to federally change the law as far as marijuana thing, goes, you know. Where are they going to move, right? Yeah, I don't need to move. It's legal here, right? And then their life's unaffected other than they can legally use marijuana, right? Yeah. But when it's state by state, you get such an influx of yeah. and of I was out in on I was out in uh, the Denver Breckenridge Breckenridge uh, area. It's shit, it's been it's been three, four, five years ago now. Right. It was it was a year or two after they legalized the shit. And it was so fucking bad out there, I told myself I wasn't going back. Like it was fucking 
we went to the top of the mountain, literally the top of the mountain, as as high and as you could you go. All you could smell. Like this wasn't even a freaking chairlift. Yeah. This was a freaking like you know you had to hop on this. I, I fell like six times trying to go up this goddamn thing. Um, it wasn't a normal chairlift. So we were all the way at the top of the mountain. Is it just like a cable lift with yeah. ties on it that you had to well, hold on to? Well, you just hold on to it and yeah. right. But we go all the way to the top of the mountain and we're going down. And there's somebody in the fucking trees smoking weed. Like, and that was when you were in the main street, like walking through all these little cobblestone. Breckenridge is a beautiful town. It's mm-hmm. it a cool ass town. Yep. And I was out there many times before this was legalized. But that's all you fucking smell. And there's hipsters and douche nozzles just fucking everywhere. And I did not have, I, it just wasn't for me. I says, I'm not fucking going back because yeah. that's not my, that's not my scene. I don't enjoy that. They fucking ruined it, yep. you know? And that's what I'm worried about, like in in these little in states like Iowa, if we're, if, you know, God forbid we go that way. Yeah. So I don't know. Box, you look like you got something to say. Yeah, I'm looking up the history of drugs. And I've, I've listened to a lot of or several podcasts over the years about the history of drugs just because I find it interesting. But this thing, this here says in 1898. See, Box loves drugs, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Box is a druggie. In 1898, Bayer started an aggressive marketing campaign to sell heroin and they <laughs> they were they were uh heavily promoting it as non-addicting and therefore an excellent <laughs> an excellent treatment for morphine addiction and in 1906 the American Medical Association approved heroin for general use and recommended that it be used in place of morphine no shit yeah and this dude that ain't uh i'm going to have to say in place of morphine it probably ain't that bad. Morphine is fucked. Like, I know a lot you know of people what, You know who, what this uh, well, heroin is? No, but I know a lot of people who have, like, people who are, like, dying with cancer and shit who go on morphine. And it's it just turns your fucking body off. And all your, all your body can do is beat the heart and breathe barely. And that doesn't take long for that shit to stop either. Morphine is some nasty shit. This is actually just the product of boiling morphine. Heroin is? Good. No shit. So it's concentrated morphine is essentially what it Formulation is. Formulation of diacetyl morphine or the product of boiling morphine for several several hours. Huh. Dude, like morphine is some gnarly shit. Morphine is bad uh, shit. That, thankfully, um, when my dad had his accident and he was in the hospital, we found out that he was allergic to, to morphine. And so he couldn't take that shit. Um, that's a good, I, honestly. And me as, me as well. I couldn't, like, I was allergic to morphine, so they gave me this other shit when I had I had a hernia surgery, nothing serious. Um, but I, I couldn't do that. Um, they tried giving you morphine for your hernia? No, after sur- during surgery, like after surgery. Huh. I can't believe they would try and give you morphine for. I don't know. I don't know what they surgery. gave me. I guess. Well, maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't that they didn't give me morphine. Like maybe it was in the hospital or some shit. But they it was hydrocodone. I know they gave me. They yeah. prescribed that to me. Made me sick as shit. I couldn't take that. So like I was I was vomiting profusely and stuff. I hey, me too. So yeah, it turns out weird. It's like you guys are. Turns out Shire boys cannot do freaking. We both drugs. got hernias yeah. when we burst, both throw up when we get treated with the medicine. Yeah. For hernias. Super super for the painkillers. Awesome. Huh. Um, Johnson, can you do me a huge favor? What's that? Can you grab me another one of those Budweisers over there? You think? 
If you can read, I well, mean, while I, I transition guess. to the uh, before you transition, Sam, to answer your question, this here says that this free reign resulted in a population of two hundred thousand heroin addicts in New York City. So in 1914 was when the Harrison Narcotics Act was passed to stop the abuse of cocaine, heroin, and cannabis. Yeah. Interesting. So, so 1914. Well, and like, so I know she ain't listening to this, so I don't give a shit. I, actually, honestly, <laughs> I hope she is listening to this. So the morphine that we gave my dad was in like tablets, right? There was like liquid morphine in tablets. Um, when my liquid as in uh, it UV was like style? in a dropper, right? Right. So you'd get like we would take like an eyedropper out of this little medicine bottle, and you'd take it to like two and a half milliliters or whatever it was, and you'd have to drip it in like the side of his mouth. I thought this was UV or I, no. IV type shit. No, no, this was like oral. Okay, and you'd put drops in his mouth and kind of rub on his cheek and stuff and get it Just to soak in. And, absorbed, yeah, yeah, and at this point, my dad was like wasn't uh Coherent. responsive right. you know he was just kind of it was just keeping him breathing and stuff like that and as soon as my dad passed away and the okay, he was on hospice right and as soon as the nurse was like all right we need to get rid of his medication well I don't I don't know exactly what all their policies are and stuff as far as they're supposed to like flush him down the toilet or whatever, you know. Well, my dad's girlfriend at the time was just like, Oh, I'll take care of it and she just I got fucking this. swiped everything, <laughs> dude. Like she swiped everything. And I was like praying for like two weeks that she would just fucking tip over because she took all these fucking morphine tablets at one time or something. Like Did you know that they can test the fish in the whatever river runs through London, and they can tell whether it's a fucking weekend or a weekday by how much hard drugs that the fish have in their system. What? Uh, yeah, because Dude. because they're the the people. I mean, they take all these hard drugs. They they vomit. They piss. They shit down mm -hmm. the down the. the they all the go sewers. into the river. Yeah. yeah, that all goes in the river, and these these fish absorb or ocean. Them. You know, and if they you're can in London. they can tell they can tell whether it's a weekday or a weekend by how high the levels of the hard drugs are in these fish. Sounds like a nice place. <laughs> right? It does, dude. A funny thing is, I know that I know that the hospice nurse got some of the fucking drugs flushed down the toilet because when I moved in, I was mowing the yard and like where the septic tank like drains off, like where the leach field is, I could see a bunch of pills and shit, like. Hmm. drained out from the drain. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's <laughs> like, I don't know how this bitch didn't. So did you pick him up? I was like, I don't know how this bitch didn't tackle Johnson. the hospice nurse Johnson's trying to. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> right. That looks like a hydrocodone. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh. <laughs> Surely they have another, a more official way of disposing Dude, of drugs than no. flushing them down the toilet. Yeah. So my sister and I looked at like what the hospice procedure is because we were both pissed that this stupid ass bitch just was like, well, I'll take care of it. And we, she took all of them, right? Because, yeah, yeah fuck, you wanted some, right? <laughs> no, I was just hoping <laughs> just to inject it all into this bitch at one <laughs> yeah, right. time. Right. But we looked because we we're like, well, doesn't, you know, because we were like concerned, like, doesn't the nurse have to 
take care of all this? Like, doesn't, you know, cause you wouldn't think that you would want people to take these drugs. Generally, it's like fucking it's, morphine. Like you don't those want those are highly regulated. You're yeah, not you don't to, want you're not just people to, to take fucking, fucking morphine, right? You're not supposed to. So we kind of looked into it, and it was just like, well, it's at the nurse's discretion to dispose of the drugs. And it was like, what the fuck? Well, I can either dispose of them or give you them, so uh, yeah, you, know, you can here, deal with your grief. Here, you guys are all grieving. Have some morphine. You guys remember how we were worried that we weren't going to have enough subjects to talk about tonight? I was never worried. <laughs> uh, you I know, think I'm going to disagree. I you think, were fairly concerned. I think this. Uh, I think this subject bodes fairly well with uh, Johnson alluded to it earlier that the prohibition, which we talked. I don't remember how we even touched on it last uh, episode or two episodes ago. Um, but the fact that I was, I was frankly surprised. I mean, not surprised, but. Like how how did we get to the point in uh US, in the US where the majority of the population was okay with prohibition? That was 18th amendment, 18th amendment, correct Johnson? Was uh 18th amendment, yes. Was was prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh which basically said that the the manufacture and the sale of booze, uh, alcohol was illegal. I mean you could still consume it. But you could not make at it at first. Yeah, you could not make it and sell it, which resulted in there was there was a, a lot, lot of, of shit. there was a lot of stuff that kind of happened in between there because um, right there was uh, started with the kind of the temperance movement temperance movement, movement back and in the 1850s was, and, and and yeah and then by like there was like a I can't remember what the name of the bill was something of 1917 where it just outlawed alcohol above 2.75 percent interesting interesting um that you mentioned that there was uh when i was in kansas city we'd we'd go out to the lake all the time on the boat and on the boat in the lake you couldn't have anything over 3.2 percent alcohol so you could buy which is beer this is budweiser is 5.0 you could so you'd have you have to go to the grocery store and buy Budweiser that was three point two. There was a special beer. You yeah, had to buy. so that's the same way in Minnesota. I don't. I guess I don't know about the legality of it on the water, but as far as purchasing it, if you went to Walmart or the grocery store, you would get three two beer. Mm-hmm. But if you went to the liquor store, that was the same way in Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, it was it was higher alcohol content. Yep, beer. Yeah. So, th- th- basically, how prohibition started and back in eighteen fifty. Did you did you bring your readers? Yeah. Do you want, I, <laughs> dude, I haven't been reading a lot today. But if I was like, do you need to warm up? Then? A normal day, like la, 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 if I was, la, la, la. if my eyes were focusing by this time during the night, I'd have to. Yes, I'd have to use readers. But Maine was the first state in eight, actually eighteen fifty one. Uh, Maine passed. Uh, Maine has stuck that long, right? Wow. Well, just trust me. There's other states that have stuck way longer. Apparently, that I, yeah. I j- did not have any. Let idea me guess. Out. Most of them were in New England. Uh, no, actually, no, no. Mm. This is a. It was a. There's a lot of Midwest. Southern, actually, yes. yeah, southern and Midwest, but because of all the Bible thumpers, yeah, that was. So Maine was no, no. Maine was the first one uh, that passed pro- prohibition, um, and essentially how this came to be, there was a, this temperance movement, and late a bunch of church ladies, you know, Bible thumpers, um, and 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 rightfully so, a lot of them like were getting their ass kicked uh, by their piece of shit alcoholic husbands. Um, so that's yeah. how that came to be. Um, 
So Maine was the first one, and then there was other states that followed suit. Um, and a lot of those, those states, within a couple of years of them banning it, they realized, wow, this is not fucking working. Uh, yeah. Violence is getting worse. Um, so they reversed it. Yeah. So just to be clear, like the very, the very beginnings of the prohibition were, they claimed it a few different ways. They claimed it for public health because alcoholism was bad for your health. Right, obviously. And they claimed it for, like, I I don't know, like, domestic health, you know, like, domestic relationship health. Violence, because and, yeah, yeah. It was, sure, like, sure. domestic violence because there was, a, that was the number one problem that they were having was all these guys would go out to the bars at night and get hammered and go home and beat the shit out of their wives. Like yep. and that was that was the number one problem, and the number one driving force of prohibition. Yep. Prohibition in the first place. So I mean, and and Johnson, we were talking about this earlier. The anti saloon league and the yeah, that yeah, was a yeah, big so thing, was... and the women's Christian Temperance Union. <sighs> they gained widespread support, and so they basically became like. Well, I mean, like, what would you compare them to now? Like, uh, mothers against the Democratic Party. Well, oh. mo- um, what is it? Mad. Um, Mothers against guns. Mothers against everything, essentially. Or, yeah. Nowadays, and, like yeah. that that sort of type of movement. The I I wouldn't I wouldn't consider um, the ASL that same way. Um, Why not? Because they were way way deeper into it than Mothers Against Everything. Well, how so? Is. Um, the anti saloon leagues or the ASL was um. They were basically a political big shot in the time. They were using tactics that are that are being used now. Um, that they were they were using the media to portray a certain message, convince everybody to that convince they're wrong. everyone. So they basically used the media. They used uh, politicians, and they were basically saying, you know, hey. If you agree with us and you side with us, you win the election. If you don't, you're not even going to get to run. Right. And they were using the media to <clears throat> basically convince people that exactly like what we're currently seeing, they're they're using the media to convince everyone of this is how everyone feels, right? So even though there was only maybe 30% of United States citizens who felt very strongly that prohibition needed to happen, right? Their anti anti alcohol people were maybe a third of the population. Well, the ASL used the media to, to convince, convince them that it was a lot to more. convince a majority of of the population that a majority of the population believed in prohibition, right? So there yeah. was they they used pretty shady tactics and and there was a lot of shady people who were in charge of the ASL who took that to an extreme and bought lobbyists and bought politicians and everything right. to get their way. And the other thing that <clears throat> once World War One came around, um, there was I mean that was really the nail in the coffin that that kind of nailed prohibition down uh, mm-hmm. because they could basically say that all the barley and the wheat that was being used to make booze. Should be made um, 
into bread for our troops and shit. Yeah. And so that's that's basically what happened. Uh, well, that, and that's... 1917, it was 1917, yeah. 20. 20 was when it Ratified. took effect in January of 1920. Mm-hmm. Um, and then booze was officially... You couldn't make booze, but there was a lot of... There was a lot of... Um, Speakeasies. Yes, but there was a lot of... Um, Ways to get around it, um, loopholes. It was if you Tunnel were loopholes. if you're religious, you you could still buy have wine. wine yeah, um, you could still. I mean, like I said earlier, you could still consume it, but you couldn't. Yeah, um, buy it. But you know, mm-hmm. so then there was a lot of breweries selling, um, or excuse me, wineries, um, selling basically concentrated wine. They said. So on it, they said, "Do not mix this with water and let it sit for so many days because this turns into wine." Mm-hmm. you know shit like that and people were buying the shit out of it you know and and there was all sorts of shit that that, that so ways they get around it yeah and and uh back to my point of um i guess people you know going going about it the wrong way and passing it was this this wayne wheeler guy and um i would say i think everybody needs to look up I think it's a very interesting read. If is he different from the Walker Wheeler Jr.? Yes. I mean, is he related to him? Or? I don't believe so. Um, so uh, basically, uh, the way this, the way the anti-saloon league, the ASL, got so big was this Wayne Wheeler guy. He kind of really pushed. He pushed this to become such a big thing. Um, he was a he was a farm hand, or a farm owner or something. He was he worked on a farm. And one of the guys who he worked with was hammered drunk and stabbed him with a pitchfork, basically. Was like Inten- scooping hay. No. He was hammered drunk, accidentally was scooping hay and stabbed the shit out of him with his hay fork, right? Okay. And he grew like this hatred for alcohol because of this problem that he had as a young guy getting stabbed by this drunk bastard, right? Mm-hmm. So then he grew this hatred for alcohol and... Uh, started low off in the anti-saloon leagues and, uh, you know, his hatred for alcohol obviously brought him up higher in, in the organization. And he, he made the anti-saloon league basically what it's known for because he was kind of like, he was the guy who hated alcohol the most, so right. he became the most well-known so where was, member of uh, that. Was it, was it Dewey Howard? Um, where was he in this whole deal? Cause, um, he accidentally chopped his brother in half. <laughs> was alcohol <laughs> involved in that? Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. Dewey there, Cox. Uh, there it was. Dewey Howard. Sorry. I, I missed. Yeah. <laughs> Dewey <laughs> Cox. Yeah. It's, is it addictive? No. Is it give you a hangover? No. You don't want none of this shit, Dewey. I, I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> you don't get hangovers. <laughs> Trust me, Dewey. Um, Another thing I found interesting was <clears throat> drugstores can sit. Uh, they drugstores could sell um, booze. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, is, well, it, that was still as long as you had a doctor's note. Yeah, it was still as long as you had a doctor's note, you could still get it. You know, if you had a fucking toothache or whatever. Um, and and another interesting fact was um, how many people died from tainted alcohol. They they estimated around ten thousand people died from drinking, like you know, shit that people up and then so and another, then also the government was poisoning it some of so it. another big thing 
that was happening during the prohibition was Box, you need one of these? God no. <laughs> another big another big thing that was happening during the prohibition was um I guess another uh talking point for, against prohibition um during that time period was uh clean water. They they didn't have enough clean water. So people were saying that alcohol is a way of consuming water that it's actually purified and clean. Because there was, uh, there was uh, like, you could not, you couldn't, it wasn't reliable that you could go to any city or any town and get water that was clean and that wouldn't make you sick. Why not just boil it? If you're, I mean, if if you know that it's fucked up. I understand that, but you can't, you can't go to a city well. You can't go to the city of Kingsley, take out of the city well, and it'd be safe, right? Right. But with alcohol, you could purchase it, and it was just safe. You didn't have to do anything. Because the booze killed the shit. Then, yeah. Right. Well, because it's been boiled off, right? That's how you make alcohol is you boil it off, and it's... But, yeah, there was there was a lot of, a lot of crazy tactics back and forth of uh, pro and con for alcohol, and, you know, there was all the talk of public health and public safety and you know yeah all but, the bullshit we're hearing now but they but they realized real quick they were uh wrong by outlawing violence them, didn't they? violence skyrocketed everything everything which how many shit. years did it take 13 um, 13 1933 yeah yep the great depression actually helped quite a bit it, um, well and i think the great depression was FDR. aided yeah. <laughs> FDR, he called for a repeal during the, the 32 presidential campaign and yeah. won in the landslide, which, you know what? If some motherfucker would campaign on getting rid of this Repealing goddamn the NFL time, thing? no, that and this time change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got my vote, dude. Yeah. Huh? So the big thing with, with FDR on repealing it was there, the Great Depression, obviously, right, played a huge role in this. People are poor as fuck. They want to drink their booze. God damn it. Well, life, life sucks. Give me my booze. Well, here's the deal. is The American farmer was a big, big vote in the election, right? And what did, what did the American farmer produce? A lot of a lot of ingredients for alcohol. Mm, grain. Okay. Yeah, wheat, so corn, yeah. when... Potatoes. So when the prohibition went through and all these alcohol producers went out of business, right? All the legal alcohol producers went out of business. Hmm. What did the, what did what did the uh, grain prices do? I they assume tanked. they tanked, yeah. Yeah. So the farmer became the American farmer became very poor. And the ta- you know, and the tax on oh, like the 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 thought of taxing or removing alcohol started in like 1790-something, right? And they started thinking they needed to tax alcohol. So it's, you know, everybody wants to talk about like, oh, this country was stated on, or started on a 3% tax on tea, right? And we didn't want that 3% tax on tea. Right. Well, we started this country in 1776, but in 1791, we our, our government already wanted to tax alcohol because that was a luxury item at the time. It was, it was prevalent. 
a lot of people wanted alcohol and a lot of people had alcohol, but it was still considered a luxury item. So they thought that they could just go ahead and put a tax on that because it was a luxury item. So people, you know, it's not, it's not very far off to see where they could start playing with alcohol as a tax. And as you know, they were, they were out of money because of the revolutionary war. So taking this luxury item like alcohol and taxing it, that seemed like a good idea. But boy, were they met with um, fury on that deal. Uh, well, another thing I found interesting was Youngling and Anheuser-Busch. Yingling. They both, and I didn't know that that Yingling was that fucking old. Yingling is the oldest distillery in the United States. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Anheuser-Busch, they both refitted their fineries to make ice cream while Coors... Um, they they took up the production of pottery and ceramic, mm-hmm. and others produced uh, legal or basically not NA beer, mm-hmm. contain less than a half percent of alcohol. Um, a lot of the others kept their lights open by peddling malt syrup, um, just just shit, you know, basically. Yeah. And and winemakers um, got by by selling a grape concentrate called wine bricks. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, and we touched on it, the Great Depression, that was that was really the nail in the coffin of the getting rid of prohibition. Yeah. You know, there was there was so much benefit. Uh, the U.S. was in a hard state as far as tax money and shit, and they saw the tax dollars that could be made off alcohol. And, and they saw the money that the mobsters were making slinging alcohol. And that was that was another thing that we haven't we hadn't really touched on very much tonight. But that was a huge, huge, huge thing in the twenties was mobsters and and the the, the well, that's organized. Where, that's where organized the crime. That, the problem is that's where the NFA started mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was because of these mobsters. So by banning alcohol, they um, they created this monster that is the NFA, right? And banning suppressors and. Full autos. And Speaking of which, you guys got you guys full auto and suppressors yet? Or no. You just, did, have no. you just said fuck mm-hmm. it and then no, screw I the just, NFA? You or? know, I, it, that stuff is illegal. I would never, I would do, never do. Would never do that. Would never Absolutely do not. such a thing. No? That's but, the tough thing about having the little platform that we do here. You got to kind of watch what we say. Like it can be misconstrued <laughs> pretty, pretty easily. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But uh, once again. None of us have anything that would be illegal ever. See, now that could be misconstrued. Why could that? I, that is a clear statement. <laughs> he's, he's clearly stating. That is a clear statement. He follows the law. Um, that all of us abide by every legal standard there ever is. I think the last week. You hear me? I mean, everybody Everybody in the U.S. knows what's going on. We mm-hmm. We don't need to touch on this shit. You guys are inundated by this every single day but has the last week (laughs) has the last week changed what you guys the way you guys view your preparedness like did you all of a sudden wake up and there's like i'm not god damn it i gotta do this and i gotta do this no because this shit has been drawn out for so long that it's been a slow ease into yeah, I think I need to change my. I think I need to change my plan a little bit. Well, Johnson, and, I knew your fucking answer. I was more asking, you know, towards sorry. the box. If well, you, if his, <laughs> why are you singling me out? <laughs> have you, have, have, yeah, no, you know me. I no, my shit doesn't really change. Are you, are you worried at all? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna, not. I'm gonna one. do what I need to do. I don't really care. 
I'm what's not going that, on around I mean, me. I'm not that worried either. Just because I truly don't believe that one person has that much power that it will change my life that much. You wouldn't um, think so, would you? I. But unfortunately, the way that the world, the the. I am making provisions for yeah. this certain scenario. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am making provisions for this certain scenario. I, in most presidential elections, I say you know. Well, one guy doesn't make that yeah. much of a difference, and he can't really have that much of an effect. But and that's, in this certain scenario, I'm afraid that they don't really give a shit about <laughs> what or well, who or where you know so I, I have made and, and like i said we don't want to get dive into this really too deep but the one thing i'll say about it is is we thought or excuse me the other thought other side thought in 16 that the world was ending <clears throat> mm-hmm. and i was more didn't. worried then than I, I am now which now i'm right now i'm not really worried mm-hmm. at all but yeah well i was actually pretty concerned back then and I made a, a bit of an effort to change some things, but not really this time around. Oh, I, I, I'll just finish my thought here, and then I'll dive into that. But I will just say that the the left thought that it was the end of the world in '16, and the sky was falling; they were going to lose all their rights. Um, the United, we're going to fall into global uh, world war, and and none of those things happened. And and now it's flip-flopped, it seems, and our side is saying all of those things. You know, the, the world is ending, we're going to lose all our rights. I've been around a little bit long enough now that I realize that maybe all those fucking bullshit scenarios aren't that true. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I see that there's a possibility. So, I mean, I started... I started I've been into prepping and preparing, you know, for a less than than lovely life for, you know, since probably 2012. I've kind of been into that thing, but not hardcore. Like I haven't really committed that much to it. I just, it's just shit that I enjoy thinking about and maybe every now and then doing, you know, grabbing some shit here and there. But in the last six months, I, I guess I could see the way that shit was doing. So my my shit has changed a little bit. So I have changed my my preps. My my, I got you know a little bit of supply of food that'll last a long fucking time. You know bullets, ammo, um, blah blah blah. But you guys is, hasn't changed really in the last few months. In the last week, really mainly at all. You guys aren't concerned. Not really. No. No. I picked up a few things, but not anything that I I feel like it was nothing that I was like, I absolutely have to have this now or I my family will perish. You know what I mean? No, but I know you've ordered some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that was. And if you don't want to say it publicly, that's fine. But that was stuff that I was like. I was kind of I had planned on doing anyway, so just, on ordering it anyway, and then I was like, "Well, I guess now's the time to do it." And mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of it made it a little more urgent for me. You know what I mean? Not so much urgent, but like now's the time to do it, type of thing. And I don't plan on ever using the things that you know, right? I've no, ordered, I but it's and and I guess I mean I am concerned because I did like go through all of my ammo, right? I went through and 
I have an inventory on my phone right now. I have a running inventory of all the ammo that I have for every caliber, every, you know, bullet type of every caliber I have. I have so running... you're kind of concerned, obviously. I I just made sure that I knew where I was. In terms of preparedness, I want to I wanna know where I stand, right? Like... But you guys aren't concerned, like, I mean, we lost we lost two of the three. And if we lose that third, then there's I, no I doubt don't... in my mind if we lose that third yeah. that shit is going to get real, real Western as far as, mm-hmm. you know, our, our rights. Mm-hmm. That you're, you guys aren't con- that concerned about that. No, I'm personally not because I think things will change in the next month. Why are you both looking at me? <laughs> because you I, haven't said anything in the last three and a half minutes. No, I just I mean, I've been because you, a lot, because you usually have a, a different opinion than gen, mm-hmm. than me, and it's, no, I, I don't have a whole lot to say. But you're tonight. not concerned. You're not. You're comfortable with where you are currently. I wouldn't say I'm totally comfortable. No, but I'm not overly concerned yeah i'm a, is that why you moved to the same town as me so you're yeah, like when yeah that's, to happen, you're like, that's why hey sambo i know you're all right no i'm gonna come down yeah, to your house that's why and you know you're my brother so i'll just be like oh well fuck it all right you know whatever yeah. <laughs> no nope not it no. figured i'd better be close so i can protect you <laughs> Ooh, damn but that's that's kind of my thoughts on the whole thing is that like like I said in sixteen everybody their thoughts their side thought it was ending and now our side thinks well it's I think ending that's I, yeah I think that's a back and forth constantly and I don't I just don't like I said I don't think one guy holds all the power and all that but it's not it's not and it's not the one guy that I'm concerned the problem about. yeah the problem with the current state is. Uh, we're we're pushing closer to that. We're trying to make it that way, you know? And I, I feel like the media is trying to push it that way. Like, hey, this means everything. The presidential election and who is the president means everything. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, I don't doesn't. like that. Yeah, I, this, I don't know, maybe this is, we don't want to go there right now, but I saw one, some news anchor saying after they had projected Biden the winner that, Today it was easier to wake up as a father, and he just said everything is easier today. I'm like, yeah, literally nothing has changed yeah, for you. Absolutely nothing. Other than other than your perception, yeah, nothing has because changed. because guess what? He's still not the president. Donald Trump is still the president until minimum January twentieth, mm-hmm. right? Like that. Absolutely nothing has changed today. But the reason for that is because. All the media, the social media, media, everything just oh, yeah. cameras us and tells us that if you don't get out and vote and that guy, the guy that you don't want to win wins, that it's the end of the fucking world. Right. And somehow that they've they've inundated every, um, all that into wanna... every single portion of our lives that we believe that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm I not wanna... saying that it's not important because it is. Right. And, I, and frankly, you know. It sucks, you know, owning the business that I do. I mean, I'm worried, yes. But I'm not saying it's the end of the fucking world. Right. I would like to look at the... I would like to look at the propaganda that was during the Prohibition era. That's something that I want to do some research into, is look at the propaganda that uh, ASL did during that time frame, you know, during the 1915 to 1920 time frame. 
to see what they did because apparently from the research that I've done, it was a very big push on media to portray that the majority of people felt like anti-alcohol was the way to go, even though it was the minority of opinion. Right. Yeah. So I I would like to see I would like to see and compare the type of propaganda from the nineteen fifty to nineteen twenty two. The I'm current. sure it's very different from where we are now, just because of the way that media is delivered to us. Um, as yeah. far as social media, like uh, we have everything on our on right there in your face right now. You know, in your phone. Yeah, that, hours and that's a day. and that's the biggest problem that I see is that it's. On your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your... It reads everything that you post to Facebook. And if there is any word in your Facebook post that relates anything, it automatically comes up with a... Tags it, yeah. The vote 2020, you know, mm-hmm. like a little thing and mm-hmm. like Snapchat and every single Snapchat thing is tied to voting. Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I know Snapchat thing. enough, so... Is tied to vote. I only usually Snapchat, vote twenty twenty you know, like dirty pictures. So right to dudes, <laughs> to other men. <laughs> While but, we're talking about social media, maybe we should, have you guys thought about switching, getting off of yes. Facebook. Yes, because there's over the last week or so, there's been a pretty large push to get everyone over to Parlor. That that shit is every freaking two years. Yeah, I know, but why? I'm not why, against. Why not? Why not? Why not try? I signed up for it today. I downloaded the app. I haven't Does done. It suck. I haven't done. I literally all I did was sign up for it. I haven't even looked at it really. I thought I'd give it a shot. I guess somebody created an event on Facebook, like uh, delete your Facebook account, get off, and Facebook, go man. and go on Parlor. I don't know when that was set for, but there was quite a few people signed up. I've seen up a lot it. of my friends do that. I am. I'm all. I'm all in. Like, what do our listeners think about that? Should we be on Parlor, guys? Do you guys want to switch over to Parlor? Should we put a have a group on there? I have hard enough time running the freaking. Let's be honest, Sam. You don't really run anything. Damn it, I do. It's hard, (laughs) man. Like that, and that's the thing. Like that, I've learned about social media in the last couple years is like it seems like such an easy thing. Yeah, you get stomped on by the actual social media platform. They just curb stomp you, but it's not that so much. The nuts. It's not just beat you down. But guess what? That's what you live by. So you got to sit here and hang on and be like, "Sorry, sir, man, please have some more." And they just keep kicking you in the balls. It's not that so much that you don't like. I, I, it's true. Five that's, years that's ago, how it is. Five years ago, I would like I thought social media manager was the dumbest fucking job in the world. Like yeah, how, you, how the fuck, now you feel like how the fuck is one. that a job? Now you like, feel like yes, hiring one. I, I could literally have a social media man. Yep. Like it's it's fucking insane how much time that shit takes up. Yeah. Um. But to answer your question, because Box, yes, that I, has replaced a marketing manager as far as dealing mm, with radio yes commercials and, no. and TV commercials and this and that. Right. Yeah. As yeah. far as that, yeah. But Box, to answer your question. Yes, I thought about. It. I looked up the app today. I just haven't. I haven't got gone that far. I just I because guess, right now I live off Facebook as far as yeah. my business, and I'm looking to get more into email and my own fucking website that people can't censor. Like I'll mm. do what I want to and you can't fucking stop it. I guess I've never heard of it. So, honestly. It's, I've never it's heard parlor. of it. Yeah. There's quite I've a never few. had it. I've never had any 
um, like advertisement or influence to try and. I saw today too. Uh, Sons of Liberty is they got on this one called MeWe. Which I've, I've heard, heard of MeWe. Yeah, Parlor's been around for a couple of years. Yeah, MeWe's like been sixteen or something or twelve maybe. Sons of Liberty now has uh, gotten. Um, they're distributing a lot more guns to Primary Arms. Mm-hmm. Other, their distributor is in Montezuma, Iowa. Yeah, hmm. which I thought was nice. Yeah, I forget what the what their name is. Which so. is nice. So you got to egg them for you, which is nice. <laughs> so you guys got any final thoughts to add on this this subject, or should we move I've on? For, to I don't even. I, we've really bounced around a lot, so we're I'm all not over, sure what we're all subject over we're on right now. Um, I think we're on um, the uh, whether we're prepared or not, and then we got over the social media, and now we're like over an hour in. So I was going to talk about shot being canceled, but I don't feel like we need to do that because we got plenty of shit going on. <laughs> Uh, Johnson, I, we do we do need to make a note that Shot Show 2021 is canceled. Fucking that that needs to be said though. That pissed me off. Like you I don't, don't want. They should have fucking canceled okay, it a month a and a half ago. It's gonna be a big topic, I guess. They should have. They should have <laughs> fucking canceled it a month and a half ago because they knew goddamn well that oh, they were gonna they, cancel it. They knew, and they yeah. just. And kept blowing smoke up our asses and got me all excited. Well, and, and they, we and we fucking <laughs> we rented a goddamn house. It had a pool in it. I was all excited Sam, and shit was gone. The, bi- the biggest thing was they got a lot of people's deposits. They're refunding them. Either are that they or refunding all up. of them. There's some uh-huh. of them that are they're rolling over to next year. Uh, attendees, attendees yeah. such as myself and Box. Box didn't. I don't have but, to pay. But I had to pay hundred. <laughs> I paid 150 bucks. Yeah, uh, that's going to be 100% refunded. Uh, people that bought a table, you know, we're going to be um, sponsors or um, vendors. Vendors, they get 50% refunded and 50% rolls over to the next year. Which they need some fucking cash. They need some cash money. I can't fucking blame them for that. No, that is what it I... is. But the only thing I can fault them for is they waited so fucking long to do it because they knew goddamn well they were going to yeah. cancel. You it. should they let this know. be a lesson to you, Sam. What? You should listen to me more. Yeah, often. fuck you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> he did say months ago, like, yeah, they're canceling that. <laughs> well, I'm an optimist. That's why my Maybe friends you should call try me being a realist. That's why my friends call me whiskers. <laughs> That's why my friends call me whiskers. But your friends called know. you whiskers because you were curious like so, a cat. But, you know, on the bright side of this, since I'm not going to Vegas, I'm going to Florida for a week. So. Well, hey. Mm, fuck you, shot. I'm, I'm still going to have fun. Yep. You were going to Florida anyways. Yeah, but it was only going to be like for two days. Now I'm going for a whole week. James is getting married. There's so. probably going to be a hurricane down there. <laughs> <laughs> My luck, it'll be in, in March. In January, that'd no, be impressive. No, 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 but... it's March. Is March hurricane season? In, I don't uh, think so. It's later, so. later in the year. It's and yeah. This will be in the Florida Keys. It's too, like so. tornado season. It Hurricane season down there, I'm pretty sure it's like tornado, tornado season through like September. Hmm. End of September, early October, I think. It'll be the earliest hurricane ever. Yeah. You're no. still gonna catch one. So Jim, <laughs> so Jimmy's getting married, and we're going down. And we're just gonna fly in about a week early, four or five, I don't know, four or five days early, and hang out on the beach in the Florida Keys. And oh, can't wait! I need a fucking vacation. So I'm pretty stoked. Pretty stoked. That'll be good. Uh, Johnson, we need a wad. Yeah. So uh, Hold if on. you want to, if you want to play a. God, he just forgets everything, doesn't he? <laughs> this is why social media is hard for <laughs> what him. What a douche. So the, what a douche this week. There was a, a group of three people. I, 
All three were arrested originally, but I think only one person was charged. Um, uh, a ranger found a burlap sack or two burlap sacks with chickens in them in Yellowstone uh, hot springs. Park, yeah. In their hot springs. Um, this guy had brought multiple chickens in burlap sacks and thrown them in the hot springs to cook them while he set up his uh, stew pot. Time out. Did he, <laughs> did he pluck them and kill them first, or did he just throw them in live? I guess I don't know for sure. All I know is that there was there was two chickens pulled from a burlap sack in a Yellowstone hot spring, and there was this guy preparing a campsite and uh, and preparing dinner for these chickens after cooking them in the hot spring. Like this was like oh, a that's pub- a pretty good idea. Actually, this I was mean. like a public hot spring where like people swim and yeah, how hot-, hot does he think these springs are? <laughs> You got to get chicken to what, 140, 150? I think like, yeah, somewhere in there, like 155, 160 Does the hot springs get anywhere close? They probably get 100 degrees, I'll bet. The absolute hottest. You know, like a hot tub, it's like maybe 106 degrees. Like that's real hot. hot That's like real hot. Yeah. So I can't imagine they were that hot. (laughs) 98 degrees. That's a hot ass. So that's like a natural hot tub. How <clears throat> badass would that be? You yeah. know, you talked about having chickens in burlap sacks, and I mm-hmm. automatically just assumed you and your wife were involved. Wow, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> we like our chickens. We would never put them in burlap sacks. Thought maybe Chabray yeah. found some on the side of the road <laughs> or something and took them home. <laughs> no, this guy just. <laughs> that's uh, terrible. <laughs> If I mean, like, if you knew Shabray at all, you knew f- for sure that they were just going to be, she was going to be holding them. Cuddling in the front. them. So, yeah, there's oh, no yeah. way they'd be putting a burlap sack. Well, no, if you found, she found them on the side of the road in the burlap sack. Oh, okay, yeah. And then took them home. And or rescue, yeah. rescue or, chickens. Or you rescue were like, chickens, or you yeah. like, damn it, Shabray, I don't want these chickens in my <laughs> yeah. car and makes her put them in a burlap oh, sack. Oh, I'd have told, uh, no, I'd have told her, yeah, we can get them. And when she got out to pick them up, I'd have taken off. Ring, <laughs> ring their necks. All right, they can get in the fucking truck now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Where's the other? <laughs> I need an idea for dinner tonight. That sounds great. I'm going to go ahead and assume there was drugs involved in this. Uh, you know, I think so cuz they were they interviewed like the I guess they interviewed the three people that were involved with this who were kind of in the same group to camp. And excuse me. And they they kind of asked them like, "Hey, whose idea was this to like cook these chickens in the hot springs and they were all kind of like well, it was kind of like a joint effort you know like joint literally right yeah was there a picture of this guy there was Damn I, I was really hoping there was, i searched quite a bit to try and find a picture of this guy i'm just imagining i had i yeah i definitely had a mental picture of quintessential this guy. hippie it was yeah. this it was that video it was the same guy from the video that he was trying to describe 2020 so there was like these dudes, like they were they were doing some bad things, and yeah. then like these other guys 
They were they said they were doing some bad things. Did you guys ever see that? I haven't video? seen that. That's <laughs> fucking legendary. This guy's just stoned out of his mind and he's like yeah. trying to describe 2020. And he's like, and these guys told these other guys, stop doing hey, those stop bad doing things, those man. bad things, man. But they just kept doing them. And <laughs> oh, yeah, was, that was a pretty good. One. That guy from that 70s show, the records, the who was, oh, it was the guy who owned the retro record store. Was that yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't died yet oh, this year, man. has he? The way this year is going, he's going to fucking I love the, year, my favorite uh, my favorite thing from that whole uh Tommy Chong, right? Yeah. And my favorite thing from the whole his whole time in that 70s show was when he had like the dog food in a in a brown paper sack and he was like supposed to go take this. He was watching somebody's dog or something. Or his dog, and he was like, I remember he was supposed to be taking dog food home, and then he had weed in another mm, paper sack, the right? Dog the wrong thing. Yeah, and they they were like, he's like, oh, so where's the stuff, man? And he's like, you know, hands him the bag, and they're like, this is dog, <laughs> dog food. And he's like, oh man, I need to get home to see my dog, <laughs> you know, just like, uh, oh that, yeah. I wasn't really listening, really listening to that, so I may have missed if you men- mentioned that. But it, it Tommy was Chong? To- Tommy Chong, yeah. yeah. He's, he's 82 now. He does, God damn. He looks pretty good for 82. And I don't hey, know as much that's weed what, as he's that's done. What, hey, hey, that's what weed does to he a person. He smoked like fucking two pounds a day probably Keeping for the last young. 40 years, man. Yeah, that's what, that's what weed does to All a person. Right, it keeps you young. Oh, fuck, apparently. Yeah. Well, boys and girls, I believe uh, I believe that is the end of the episode. <laughs> it's been a damn good episode. Before we get way too into talking about, like you know, like you know, like weed and stuff. How good man. weed is for you, man? You guys got any ass? I do. Man? I do think it keeps young, but hey, well, that's my opinion. I, well, I guess I don't know. Life short, live free but, is not associated with that opinion. <laughs> hey, maybe instead of whiskey of the week, we should. Try a different hard drug every week. That's what I said. Let's go to <laughs> Oregon. Let's go to Oregon. We'll do meth one week, coke the next. Drug of the week. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. It's yeah. we'd have great episodes. Life short, live free. Drug Trippin of the week. Balls. It just it just be us every ah <laughs> just fucking <laughs> screaming. Wow, Sam, this episode really sucks. I tried heroin this week. <laughs> <laughs> right johnson you're drooling on your microphone <laughs> it would probably go viral i mean johnson johnson the microphone is not cake <laughs> god the stupid shit we could come up with uh, <laughs> it has been a fun one guys uh make sure you check out ballistic imagery uh, for all your photography and videography needs as well as shy works uh, for all your Cerakote and uh, gun painting needs. Um, yeah, we'll be back on. Uh, make sure you check us out on our Facebook, Life Short Live Free Facebook, every other Wednesday night at 8.30 for the live uh, gears and beers. We talk about uh, different gear and uh, freedom-associated shit and uh, have some uh, alcoholic beverages with you all. Yep. As well as... Um, check us out on uh, YouTube. Uh, you know, obviously, youtube.com forward slash life short live free. And then uh, Full 30 and Gunstreamer. If you're you not into. The, uh, you get the last video I up did. I did. Um, Full 30 has undergone an entire overhaul. They went through a big software overhaul. So if things are a little weird on on uh, Full 30, just bear with them. Um, they do have some warnings up on their site. Things are a little strange. Features are missing, 
You know, there are Isn't some that bugs. been going on for... Does their search bar work? Their search bar does finally work. Um, if you ask for the latest videos, you don't get the latest videos. If you ask for the top videos, you don't get the top videos. There's a lot of... So it's basically just a shit show. Yeah, there's a lot of bugs and missing features. But if you do search for Life Short Live Free on Full 30, you will find their channel. So there is that. But um, yeah, Life Short Live Free on... Full 30 and uh, Gun Streamer, um, we've got those things going strong. So um, if you're not into the YouTube thing and uh, don't agree with Google, those are two other places to find all of our videos, including our Gears and Beers podcast. And so yeah, we got con- content coming out every week for you. Um, and we'll be back with this podcast in two weeks. Make sure you check us out. And until we talk to them, remember, life short, live free. God bless, and God bless the United States of America. And repeal the NFA. Yeah. From the ATF.